We're back here in the Playhouse for Pusher Mania's podcast number three, and we've got some very special guests who came in town for the South by Southwest event, and they just seem to stay for a minute. These girls and uh, this dude right here are very impressive to me. They really, I've been watching them online for a while, and I'm so happy to finally meet them live and in person here in Austin. They're the folks behind New Fame and Fighting for Futures, Adrian Mac Davis, Felicia Cruz, and Ohenny Cornelius. Y'all say hello to the people. Hey, what's up, people? Hola, people. Bonjour. Now, I want to talk to you guys about a lot of things because I get a lot of music and I got your music. I liked it. But what really brought me in was your story. And I want to tell that story a little bit today. It's pretty incredible to see. Like, I work with a lot of rappers, a lot of musicians, a lot of people who some do some cool things. But I don't think I've seen anybody do anything as impressive as what you guys are doing right now with Fighting for Futures. Can we tell the people, I, I could tell it right now, but I'd like you to kind of give a little background on what that is and where it takes you. Sure. Um, well, Fighting for Futures all started with Felicia Cruz going over to Southeast Asia, meeting a little girl who uh, was selling books and kind of following that trail. Why is this little girl selling books? And, and seeing that there was a need for a creative outlet to let kid, you know, let a little girl express herself. So from there, um, Fighting for Futures was born over several years, and I met her four years ago um, in the Lower East Side. I was doing a CD release project, uh, my first project out, and um, we started from there working. And Fighting for Futures is something that is growing every day. I love being a part of it um, because I think just as a music a musician in this crazy business, it keeps me balanced. You know, so getting out there and and inspiring the youth to um, to express themselves, to um, articulate themselves, to learn how to create their own businesses and be entrepreneurs uh, is an incredible need that, you know, I, I'm more than happy to fill. And y'all are literally doing this all over the world. Indeed, indeed, Matt. Um, yeah, worldwide, just taking the concept of show, service, and self-development and making it something that we can do anywhere anytime, any place, no matter how or where we are, whether it's a little village in the middle of Phnom Penh, Cambodia, or we're on a big stage at South by Southwest, just trying to articulate the fact that we have so many different things that we love and to put them all together and then utilize all of them in a package to give back to somebody else, no matter who it is on a large scale or a small scale. Now, honestly, I think people listening might be a little confused right now. You said things like Cambodia and Vietnam and all these places you've gone, like you've literally are going around the world to places that a lot of <clears throat> excuse me the average rapper does not go to and you're doing real service with real people uh it just drives it really uh, makes me crazy to think about it like when i see what you guys do like it's just amazing you go out and fight human trafficking you go out and do are these like workshops with the kids or concerts for the kids yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take that on. I, I think it's, uh, you know, Felicia Cruz calls it questionable travel. You know, I like to go to places that maybe don't have it all, quote unquote, together, um, you know, like first world countries do, you know, where um, people are, you know, struggling. I don't I don't know what, what would you like to call it. I just like to call it life, um, you know, and getting into these cultures where people get up and they understand the the um, the meaning of family they understand the meaning of, of a, a hard work ethic you know standing in a studio that's dilapidated like that in Cambodia um, and making music with these kids who are just so happy to be making music literally it was you know the whole studio is like falling apart but they have a way to record themselves and it empowers them and it's just I rather be there than in the nicest studios with the best rappers and the most incredible people you know in the world um, because I think that that when you're 
and excuse me, um, I'm not the best interviewer. I kind of lost my way, but I don't know if you want to pick, pick it up. I did lose my way. <laughs> I, I do that sometimes. Mm. No, you did well. Um, <coughs> yeah, just making sure that we do well for others with what we've been given. And I've been given a understanding of how to enjoy my hustle and utilize it to do things for others rather than just myself. Because I'm good at doing things for myself. I'm good at doing things for other people. But getting in places like India, getting in places like you know Nepal, Kathmandu and Nepal, and being able to reach children that there's no way in a million years I'd be able to find them on Twitter or find them on Facebook mm. and just kind of push that like, hey, you know, this is a camera or this is this information or here's a workshop, you know, physical fitness workshop or here's, you know, a self-defense workshop. Here's something that you can do and, you know, you can feel powerful and here we are as two ladies. We can do it. You know, look at us. Look, we have muscles. Like, you can have muscles too and just reiterating the fact over and over and building confidence because what that does is in a, um, in a small way enables a child not to fall victim to another person's words whether it's, hey, we got a job for you in another country, you should come with us, or hey, if you just you know, have sex with this other child in front of this camera, then it's gonna, you're gonna make a lot of money for your family. Like, these kids can, can feel confident in who they are, and that's my hopes, but that's just because of the money that I have right now that I'm sticking to this. Once we have the Fighting for Futures money that I see, I wanna get into extraction, mm -hmm. which is literally kicking the door down of you know, spots and brothels and rescuing these children ultimately, and then finding places for them you know, yeah, to re, yeah, to, because there's three facets of, you know, human trafficking or fighting human trafficking, which is the prevention and then there's the extraction, extraction and then there's rehabilitation. So depending on what, you know, area, you know, you're, you're really into, but I love it all and I'm down to do it all. But my main excitement right now is to really develop the extraction situation and use some of this physical fitness I've been working on, you know. Yeah. I mean, tell, what, how, what, what countries have you been to? It's not just Cambodia and a couple. You've gone a lot of places. Yep, India, Nepal, um, Vietnam, Cambodia, Guatemala, Mexico. Um, that's where we've done most of our workshops. We one in Fiji as well. Yep, we did one in Fiji, which was secondhand. Um, I had a third party that, um, friends of mine, that were in um, an organization of their own, and they needed some help getting their workshop done in Fiji, so we just uh, supported it financially as much as we could and, and did a fundraiser for them. And then on and off just doing fundraisers for other organizations as well to get certain things. Um, there's a huge Cambodian um, human trafficking, it's called uh, Transitions Global, that I did my first fundraiser for and I raised like $2,000 for them before I even knew how to do fundraisers. And then that's when I was like, wow, I could do this for Fighting for Futures and we can you know, go all, go all over. So yeah, but anywhere there's a need, even if it's right here. We've been in Texas and done workshops. You know, we've we've done them in Baltimore in school systems. We go into schools in D.C. Like we've gone into a few different schools, and we'll continue to do that as the money expands to be able to make this full time with our touring. Because right now we're trying to combine the two. So touring, show service and self development all in one. Making sure we're always taking care of ourselves, rocking as many shows as possible to help us with our creative outlet as well as financially, and then service always giving back wherever we are. So. And the music fits into your workshops and, and your program as well, right? Of course. You got to freestyle with kids. It's fun, you know? So freestyling. Um, Adrian Mac Davis has an incredible voice, classically trained, soul, hip-hop. Incredibly inspirational as far as her lyrics are concerned. Very uplifting and positive. And her going into these workshops and, you know, looking the way she does and being who she is and 
and and playing the role of someone who just goes in and says I'm going to give you my voice when clearly you know she's so she's so talented she doesn't have to do that you know like it's not something that's on her criteria to be able to I disagree though I think that's the thing with new fame too is like you know I think people with it everyone has something extraordinary and and you know to utilize that for other people I think is the purpose you know not to interrupt you no no please well why don't we uh give them an example of this what do you want to start out with what's the first song we're going to play today um well speaking of uh, southeast asia we're going to play uh Sadi peep first and this is a song we did with the uh the youngsters there as well as one of the teachers uh the youth the youth teachers so yeah it's Sadi peep and that means freedom in Khmer. and huge shout out to tiny tunes because that is the organization we worked with tinytunes.org make sure you check them out and give a couple bucks if you have it um they could always use it. Studio, yeah. <laughs> We're live in the studio right now with Adrian Mac Davis, Felicia Cruz, and Oheni Cornelius. And we're going to play a bunch of jams and get some more real talk as we go on today. Let me know what you think. My name's Pusher Mania on the Twitter, and we would love to hear from you. Freedom. 
That was definitely dope, unbelievable to hear. You guys are recording in studios around the world and doing shows around the world, and I know Austin rappers who haven't even done a show in San Antonio yet. That's so, that makes me so happy to hear, for real. Now, Henny, where do you fit into all this? Well, uh, I met A-Mac and uh, Felicia Cruz on a show. We were randomly doing a show in this loft in Brooklyn, and... Um, yeah, February. <laughs> Felicia knows exact day. <laughs> I know the time. Too. Yeah. So, uh, like, literally after both of us had rocked, like, it was like maybe I want to say eight people in the audience during the time. It was a, uh, I, I feel like it was a not, it was thrown together real quick, but I guess it was for a reason for us to meet. Um, so we both afterwards were like, oh, you both go hard, man, no matter what. Like, that's that's what's up. Man. Is that how it happened? I, that's what yeah. I felt like. I, I felt like it was... I, I, I recall something else. I, well, you know, she might she might say she came up to me and whatever. It was like, hey, wait, 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 wait. You, you know, I don't know. But. He had a sticker without his name on it. And yeah. I was like, how am I supposed to know who are... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Henny Cornelius had a sticker that was just an American Idol with no or Henny, oh, Henny Cornelius on it. And I was like, I know I've heard of you. But why does your sticker not have your name on it? And Ohenny yes. said. At the time, I was working on this whole niche market thing, this imagery thing, so where people would just know the image and not really have to associate with the name and then want to find out what the name is. So it didn't quite work how I wanted it to, I didn't, but I also didn't explore it as much. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so uh, I'm, I've, I've taught in public schools, after school, as a, as a youth development leader. I've done character development for youth uh, through theater because I'm an actor as well as a musician. So I use music in both acting to help the youth. I'm a, I'm a fond believer of, of the kids. I got a kid, so I gotta believe in them. And, uh, and I'm just like, what they're doing is phenomenal and they're so encouraging. So it was like, I was doing a lot of shows in New York and they're like, you gotta get outside of New York. There's so much more work you can do once you just leave. Um, and for, they're really, what, what's, I don't want to say, they know how to get you to do something. Persuasive. Yeah, yeah, persuasive. <laughs> they're like, you know, you can do this. You know what I mean? It's that right pitch. And you're like, yeah, I can do it. Boom. <laughs> Top of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just started to join in with them on, on um, the music side. And I'm just now starting to learn more about fighting for futures, fighting for futures and how I can be involved. I'm like, you know, well, let's try to get to Africa, you know, and they're like, well, let's go to Africa, you know, and we're going to pull you in somehow. We can get it, make it happen. We're going to pull you in somehow. I'm like, I would love to go to Africa and be able to to find out where my name, like to go to the place my name came from and do a workshop with the people there of the in Tui and learn, learn languages and things like that. So it's a bit... Um, a, a dual a dual thing where it's me learning and me teaching you know and I, I guess that's been the theme of my life so this is something that's that I'm able to add to and and be a part of that's great it's fantastic and I hope uh <clears throat> if there's one lesson people get out of this in this uh, interview here is that as a rapper you can do so many things you know it's not just the one or two things that most of the rappers rap about there's other things you can do and you know, a lot of rap focuses on money and the acquisition of money. And y'all, you need it to get out there. You need you need to get plane tickets and stuff. But you guys, I know you're not making a ton of money doing this. You're actually really going out and spending the time making your day a great day with or without it mm -hmm. and others a great day. Would that kind of sum it up? Is this something that you're just like, this is what I have to do? Absolutely. 
Absolutely, this is what I have to do. I mean, if we don't go any further than this, you know, what I've experienced in these past four years since knowing Felicia Cruz, and I'm happy. I could die a happy woman. Um, you know, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, like, you know, I was talking to this gentleman earlier, a friend of yours that was over here. You know, if if we have nothing, you know, we didn't meet maybe our $10,000 mark, we only have $2,000. That means that doesn't mean I'm not going to do a workshop. We just got to revamp some things and try to think outside of the box. Um, and actually, you know, Hip Hop, Give, Hip Hop Gives Back is a great organization. And um, one of the people that was on their panels at A3C was talking about that, you know, just thinking outside of the box. You know, how can I do this? How can I be interesting? You know, everyone kind of wants to do the same thing because it makes money and it's guaranteed. And I'm just into, you know, doing things that are, that are different and all of that will be taken care of. It's about following your heart and, and really trying to open up the world to maybe a different perspective that everyone can be involved in. So. Yeah. No doubt. Why don't we get into another song here? Something. Uh, do you guys have anything together? Nothing. We have like sketches. sketches. Yeah, we have sketches of songs together, but we don't have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have mad ciphers <laughs> and just like sketches of things. But um, I, I, I have. I, I guess I have music as well, and well, we can get. I don't know which. Whatever you want to play. Really. What do you have? Let's get some from you. Let's get uh, some from Ohenny Cornelius. Yeah. All right, I, I'd like to play uh, Trader Joe's. Actually, I want to play Trader Joe's. I play think top that's, of the game. You want to play top of the game? I, I have the clean. Can I play the clean version? Ohenny Cornelius, top of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? Clean version? Should I do the clean version? Okay, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, I could, I could do that. Pissy ass matches. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the dirty version of Top of the Game, you know what I mean? Uh, that's cool with me, yeah. Alrighty, let's get into something new from Orhenny, Ohenny Cornelius. Down with new fame, down with fighting for futures. We're going to talk more about all this in just a few minutes, and I might I might have to make y'all give him some gory details, some real shit. Tell him what you really do. This is Pusher Mania's podcast. I ain't going to stop till I'm top of the game, hey. Fuck y'all talking about what you talking about? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game. Hey, 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 hey. Fuck y'all talking about. First round, draft pick. After that, practice. Still a long way from those backflips on pissy ass mattresses. Getting it though, getting this flow, getting it cold, getting it bro, getting it star, getting this car, getting it hoes, getting it hot. Asteroids out of space, high as fuck. Over you, galaxy, you know what's up, oh Hennessy, oh Hennessy. Best of the times though, times though, best with the rounds though, rounds though. King Kong, Miami Heat, yeah I'm Alonzo. Training day, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, major pain, major pain, major way, major ways, major way, major way. Joe Jonas got major waves, top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, mate. Fuck y'all talking about, what you talking about? Top of the game, top of the game, I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, oh. Fuck y'all talking about, fuck y'all talking about. Around the world, 80 days, she want the dick but her lady gay. Top of the game, top of the chain, top of your fame, top of the brain. Make sure you put the, oh, oh, oh. Henny, 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 at the top of the name. Top of the game, top of the game, I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, hey. Fuck y'all talking about, fuck what you talking about Top of the game, top of the game I ain't gonna stop till the top of the game I... Fuck y'all talking about, what you talking about I don't give a fuck about you though Give a fuck about you though, I don't give a fuck about you though Give a fuck about you though I'm hot though, I'm cool though, you not though No stopping, she topping, that's true though Spanish girls in the heights like that, say my culo 
till she see me on. She like best I'm in mucho. I'm cool out. Funny, funny, sunny, sunny, runny, funny, runny, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. I don't know them niggas, so I do what I like. Top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game. Hey, hey. Henny, 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 Henny. Top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game. Oh. Henny, 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 Henny. The old rap game ain't really about shit. My nigga rolling up, about to smoke, got some split. I am going through it, so I put it in my spit. At the end of the day, ayo, I still got my bitch. Sneakers, speakers, tweakers, make her clap them cheeks up. Chemistry like beakers. Yeah, I feed her pita, pizza, while we lean in pizza. Skeezer, Hennessy boy, know a lot of b-boys, rap is a decoy. A's and A's, though, never was a d-boy. Lyrics, jot it, jot it. Real, feel it, Top of the game, top of the game, I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, hey. Fuck y'all talking about? What you talking about? Top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, mate. Fuck y'all talking about? What you talking about? Top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, mate. Fuck y'all talking about? What you talking about? Top of the game, top of the game. I ain't gonna stop till I'm top of the game, mate. Fuck y'all talking about? Fuck you looking at you fucking moody, huh? You fucking moody, I see you. Brand new music on Pusher Mania's podcast from O'Henny Cornelius from the New Fame Camp and Fighting for Futures is uh, the topic I want to kind of expand on now because I wonder if some of these people listening really understand exactly what you're talking about when you say you go to these countries and work with young people. I'd like, I mean, you guys have some stories maybe you could elaborate, tell people exactly what's a day in the life like for you when you're out there what's the day in the life like for some of these kids and what's motivating you to go out there to help them um well it all started as adrian said before with this little girl named shanti um at the time i met her she was apparently eight years old is what she told me but she was really 12 i found out about a year later and um january 2009 between then and january 2010 i went back to cambodia twice and then moved there in 2010 to help her try to, you know, get into school and and, and um, just kind of like do things that a little 12-year-old girl should be doing, not selling books. And it started with me trying to figure that out by selling her books the first time I met her. And she gave me all the ropes and let me know, you know, what was going on, who I should sell to, don't sell to Africans, don't sell to Cambodians, like, because those are the ones who hurt Khmer people and all these little, little riffs that she gave me and, and little insights of what goes on in her world. And then as the years progressed on, um, I moved there, as I said, and I ran a photo workshop for quite a few months. And as I was um, doing that, a lot of the gangsters in the area didn't really like that I was just down and integrating myself into this community and trying to, you know, build these kids up because that's their money at the end of the day. You know, as these kids get older, they're sold off into other places, which fast forward four years and we, Adrian and I, went back to Southeast Asia, Phnom Penh, Cambodia to look for Chanti this time just recently, two months ago, in, um, in uh, December, January, and February. And we were we went back to our village, which is now filled in. Um, Chinese people bought up the lake. 
So the lake that she used to live in, in in the ghetto was all filled in and everybody was pretty much ushered out. There was maybe a few families there, all drunk, a few beaten up women that we had to speak to when we went in the village. And basically we just kept asking like, you know, have you seen Chanti? Do you know Chanti? Um, took a little bit, I had a picture of her. Um, and, you know, finally one of the women knew who she was. I have it recorded. It's, um, I do little sound bites called On Location with Cruz. And they're on my SoundCloud as well. And you can hear, you know, the conversation that happened when I, when I finally found out where she could be. Then we followed that lead, found the address. Um, someone helped us find that address. And then we found another little girl who sort of tried to pass herself off as Chauncey, but we knew straight away that it wasn't her. And then in order to get her phone number, you know, she was kind of like standing around and waiting. So we gave her a couple bucks and, you know, we found out that Chauncey had been sent quote unquote, to uh, to Padia, which is a well-known red light district in Thailand. And when you're sent to Padia, again, quote unquote, sent, it's usually to work. And that work is, you know, mostly sex work, um, some form of it. Um, there's lower levels of it that I guess you could, you know, make it through each day. But then there's higher levels, which I'd like to not be convinced, but I am convinced that that's where she's placed based on her beauty, based on how smart she was and based on just who she was as a little girl and how much she hustled those books. And, and she, you know, that's why she stood out to me. And I was, took so, so much care into finding her and trying to develop her into a, you know, a young lady that could go to school and, and do something for herself. But, you know, um, Adrian and I were supposed to go to the Philippines and not all the money was raised to do that. So instead we decided to use the money we had left over um, which was our own money personally from actually rocking shows all in Vietnam and take a trip to Pattaya, which is not only overpriced, but it's a complete, it's hell on earth. yeah, it's a complete hell on earth. It's just massive amounts of sex tourism, um, little girls, younger women, um, just selling themselves, throwing themselves. Some you can completely tell are just dead inside because they've been doing it for so long. There's actually uh, Eastern European women all over the place that are also drugged up, dancing, selling themselves as well. And they're all in different <laughs> states. They're all in different states depending on how, you know, what level of the game they're in. So some really have taken into the fact that, you know, this is what they're here for. They've been sold and they can't get out or their families will die or they owe a pimp money so there's nothing they can do but do what they're told or they'll get beat or they'll get dosed with drugs and be made to dance on a pole in a box. And so we searched day and night for two days for Chauncey, looking at every single, you know, brothel we could, going into every single shop we could, even the Nike you know, Nike footwear stores, hoping that maybe she was just selling sneakers behind the counter. And basically we came up with nothing. We couldn't find her. We couldn't really take a picture around because it's just not a good area to get, you know, two Western girls involved in with no protection. And um, yeah, we couldn't find her. So instead we decided to document, Adrian and I decided to document um, what was going on just to give a little bit of perception of what she might be into. And Honestly, just to de dedicate it to her, because if she is in that area and I couldn't find her, at least we can help develop other people's minds about what is going on. Like, just the fact that women are getting sold and, and it's not just, you know, you go there and you might think, oh, I'm going to have sex with this prostitute. It's going to be dope. Like, I get to, you know, fuck all night or whatever you're thinking. But the thing is, people aren't realizing is that these women mostly do not want to be there. They're made to be there and they're selling themselves to you because they have to. And you're just perpetuating that as a man by going there and buying humans. So don't buy humans. That's so interesting, though, to think just the visual of 
to Western women going out there on their own. And like I said earlier, I know people in Austin who don't even go do shows in San Antonio an hour away. They have that fear of the unknown, even just outside their small city. How much did you have to overcome? Is this something that's just inside you and you just jumped into it? Or there had to be certain things that you guys had to overcome personally to, to really dive into something this intense. Um, well, personally, I, I, uh, I left home when I was 17, 18 and moved to New York. Um, so I've always kind of been adventurous. I've always kind of jumped in and let the universe figure things out. So uh, this is like right up my alley. I think I'm just that kind of personality. I think to prepare for where I'm at now has just been the last decade, just trying to develop a sense of uh, self and my own discernment, um, you know, and, and confidence, um, you know, building that confidence and believing in, in what I do, um, I think is, you know, prepared me. I, I think that's everything. When you when you're confident in who you are, you could do you could do pretty much anything. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you have to add to that. You just gotta be prepared. You just gotta be prepared fully, not only physically but emotionally to emotionally, absolutely. to be able to um, to be able to handle what's coming up because a lot of it is unknown. You have no clue. So for me personally, it's just the fact that. I enjoy the unknown more than anything in the world. Like that is my my absolute hundred percent go to. I like being on the go. I like leaving. I love leaving. In fact, you're alive. You know, you're alive in every moment. And I think when you're living from that space, it's um, you're just capable of a lot more. Things just kind of work out. You know. So with that kind of attitude, I. I yeah, you can't you can't be scared because the worst thing that can happen is people can say no. So if you just ask for what you need or you ask, whether it's the universe or a person directly, they can say no, and that's cool. You just keep it moving and find someone else who has a similar understanding or maybe can help you find the bus to you know 300 miles away or whatever the case may be because you're never going to know what's going on. You can plan, but you just got to plan emotionally and physically be in the right shape to carry 50-pound book bags for hours in the sun well, with no stress. and just kind of relax. Um, you know, you can find yourself in a lot of crazy situations traveling, you know, travel is very questionable. You know, if it's a six hour ride, it might end up being a 36 hour ride. But just being able to kind of be where you're at, be here now, you know, and, and talking to people who are around you, it's incredible, the stories you can share, the foods you can eat. Um, just being open to that, a lot of people want to have control and you have a plan and obviously you want to implement that plan, but there's just a lot of unknowns that are out of your hands. So just being able to, relax and let things happen is <coughs> excuse me i don't know why my throat's scratchy i think it's funny like um when we hang around something that that maybe we don't notice we do but we do often is like um this is the reason why i'm the best survivor if the apocalypse happened right now <laughs> so like i can do these things so it's like you know i think that's what it is almost out there being on the vet in the van or on the road and just trying to save people you're almost like in this apocalyptic sort of reality and you're like you know you have you're like this superhero almost charged up and you have your you have your battery pack which is for different people's different things um somebody might be a kind bar or or you know your your your, your pistachios or your you know your cutie uh tangerines or whatever and then you know um whatever it is to get you to that next place and you just got to be out there with your bag and your 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 message and you're like all right well where's the next journey 300 miles away all right we got to get this gas boom boom mm -hmm. 
what we gonna do? All right, yo, how can we pay for this uh, food with PayPal? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Like, you know what I mean? How, how can you, how, let we got a delivery of pizza to the van for the first time yesterday. <laughs> yeah, let PayPal ring. So all of you guys out there who have donated, <laughs> it goes yeah, it goes to something. I'm sorry. I just want to say this too. I think um, being grateful, I'm just very grateful every day to wake up and to breathe. I have food. I have people that care about me. I have gifts um, that have been bestowed upon me that I can utilize. Like, I'm just grateful out here. And I say thank you every day. I don't care if I'm living out of a van. And that's all your connotation with it. I live the dream. I'm, you know, I'm in any moment, I'm, I'm capable of anything. And that's just how I feel, you know. So just that attitude of gratitude has been huge, you know. Well, how did this start? Like, what was the first trip? And was this... Did this was this something you had fully planned, or was this like you were just this is this something you fell into? How did this all start? Dun 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 dun. These questions. <laughs> these questions when she meets. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had just gotten back from living in Cambodia. I met Adrian Mac Davis at a release party. It was insanely awkward that I wasn't even there. I hadn't slept. Um, she killed it on stage. She had cards all over that said. Her album was for free download, and I was like, the first words out of her mouth was like, yo, why are you giving this away for free? She told me she could make more. And from then on, we you know, took the time to realize each other's likes and dislikes and just worked from open mics to every show in New York City and just keep going. And then um, she may want to cut this out, but if not, it's cool. Um, at one point, Adrian uh, indulged in cocaine a bit. And, uh, and basically, we we're planning a fighting for futures mission and I wanted her to come. This was the first one. And towards the end of what was happening with her, you know, getting, getting sober. Um, the last breaking point was just like us taking a trip outside after an evening and just saying like, listen, this is it, this is over. And you're now going to replace, you know, this habit with the habit of traveling and fighting for futures. So I stand with fighting for futures as far as being, just an outlet for people of any area, like even myself, like it's completely an outlet for myself just as much as it is for anybody else. But like when you leave and you you leave with whatever you have and, and you're just forced to figure things out, whether it's the airport terminal or the next bus across Mexico or wherever, you are absolutely growing in every moment. I mean, hugely, hugely, like bigger than you ever could when you're not uncomfortable. So basically, I was like, we're going to Mexico and Guatemala. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, fuck your job. Like, your job does not matter anymore. We're done, you know, cooking in a kitchen unless you want to. And we're going to figure out how to make this money. So I just stepped up my hustle with, you know, photography and working as a bartender and booking shows and just raised all the money. We didn't even ask for funding that year. And then we just took off for two months and traveled around Guatemala and Mexico. And that was her first trip with Fighting for Futures. And, you know, she sang to kids and in villages. She was able to pull off every single thing absolutely perfectly. And not only that, be an asset to me as the founder of Fighting for Futures, helping with navigation and just being another strong head on the road to say, yo, this doesn't feel right, or this is a problem, or, you know, maybe we should try this, or let me ask and you watch the bags. And, you know, because when you're on your own traveling, I mean, it's not easy, but it's it's definitely necessary, you know, if you want to get stuff done. So her affiliation with Fighting for Futures started right then and there. Man, that is super inspiring, that whole story. Why don't we get into a little more of this super inspiring music and then come back. We'll talk a little more. We'll wrap things up. We'll let people know how to get in touch with you and how they can fund Fighting for Futures, all these things. There's a lot of things we're going to have to cover in this last break. 
You are live in the studio, sort of, with Adrian Mac Davis, Felicia Cruz, and Oheni Cornelius. This is the new fame, folks. I'm pushing in this podcast. My CD from the closest friend you got to burn it for free And I look forward to spreading my love around the world To all the little boys and girls But that line is played out, OD So I'ma keep it very simple I'm not here to impress you or convince you I'm better than anybody We into much bigger things over here The new famous is overcoming your fear In this day and age You can slave away your ways Just to make sure the bills are paid and hey, I can't really even place the blame Cause we all insane It just comes with the territory Being human is awkward and amusing Most times I just grin and bear through it but if i'm not me up there then what am i doing it be confusing fc put a word in we don't do that nine to five we do that all the time grind leaving is my best friend find me with the wind bends freedom ain't rolling like i did sin i did binge i did come to it so check it bring it if you coming with it shut it if you spitting shit getting what you want is as easy as it gets i break it down but i don't even really get it yet. rather spend my time just doing what i like no famous Selfish we can all be Running fast to beat ourselves And get ahead of nothing A head full of nothing Doesn't bother to be curious And you can't always see this Cause they all be on the same shit That makes us say hello The same me that we say goodbye I wish that people didn't try so hard But we find it so easy Just to disregard That we never really listen To the others reply This music is kind of fun I think I'll hold its little hand Right down up to Madison Square New kind of fame Tiptoe to the top Mountains seem like parking lot You think I'm hype I think I might shoot Like I'm a fan Always moving on a plan I'ma move to Thailand to start a rock band Simple really We just got it Will this life Abundant private Bang your fucking hairs Smash big Ha the third podcast but it's definitely the most inspiring one so far and i hope you guys got a lot of information out of this and i really want to impress upon the fact that you can find these girls music and ohanny's music online all over the place they're going to give you all the directions of what you need to do and maybe you might even want to donate a little something to an organization such as this fighting for futures is definitely to me the realest thing i've seen in hip-hop in a long time i'm not kidding um 
Yeah, I mean, fightingforfutures.org. We're always taking donations. You could check my music out, amacdavis.com. Everything is amacdavis. I got the best manager in the world, Felicia Cruz. Awesome, my awesome hype. Um, So everything's really easy, amacdavis, Twitter, all of that. Yeah, if you want to find all of us at one shot and you don't feel like doing too much work of clicking, you can just go to newfamellc.com and you can find Ohenny, Adrian, myself, um, and a few other artists we work with, um, Joya Bravo and One Thought, who's now in Vietnam and will be home soon. Um, But yeah, fightingforfutures.org is where you can see all our videos from the past, the present. We are working on our next endeavor to Africa, which is coming up... um, Looking for August, maybe August or September, October. Uh, August is coming soon, huh? Mm, whatever. We're looking to go soon. We're figuring it out. So fightingforfutures.org. Go see our past work. There's going to be lots of stuff up there. Check out the trafficking video from Padilla. Um, Learn about it. Share it. It's hugely important. If you can't give any money, just give a like on Facebook. That helps us as well. And uh, shout out to Pusher Man. Oh, honey, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Go to ohennycornelius.com. Um, easiest website, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, or New Fame LLC, yeah, yeah, New Fame LLC everywhere. Um, yo, buy the top of the game sweaters and t shirts. Uh, make sure to give, yo, wherever, whether it's to us, to someone, like anyone, just give, give of your time, be more of a giving person. You can. You can still pop bottles in the daytime and or in the nighttime and, and be a giving person in the daytime. So don't don't think that being a hip hop artist or being someone of the hip hop uh, genre or clan makes you mutually exclusive from being a giving person. They say uh, if you don't have everything that you want, that you should be giving more. So I'll end with that. Well, let's end with a song. What's this? What's the last one we're gonna give him, Adrian? Uh, this song is called Wake Up, and uh, yeah, it's exactly what it is, so check it out. I've said this on my show before. If you name a song on your album, Wake Up, that's probably going to be the one I play, or at least listen to first. <laughs> Y'all need to wake up. Definitely check in again. SoundCloud.com slash Pushermania is where these podcasts go. Pushermania.com is where a bunch of pictures and nonsense goes. And Pushermania on the Twitter and Pushermania's playlist on the Facebook and Pushermania on the Instagram. This has been Pushermania's podcast.